Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the agua, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today we're doing some fab fives as we do every sunday we got college football fab five nfl fab five and playoffs are starting in the mlb so we got to break that down and do that preview so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. the charity stripe hit your free throws cuz they free sold 190 coming hot at you guys and sold 189 and i'm flanked on my left and on my right by offensive and defensive coordinators nikki snacks Clyda, and alex tossed me the rock to sopolis and we have a fantastic show for you guys today it's gonna be a fun one the three boys are back it's just us three in the studio richie incognito is not here there were rumors swirling around that he was going to come on tonight's show but he fortunately could not make it so no bullying will occur on sode 190 so we think that's what we think as of now but nick has a look in his eye that some bullying Mike may concur. Maybe soon, yeah. Maybe soon. We'll see. By the um, way that you're talking, yeah. And I, and I'll spe- bully that. Speaking of bullying, I don't want you guys to bully me, but I do want to come out and be honest with you guys as my boys and the fans also as my boys and girls. Um, here's the deal. I, I've been struggling lately because my pubes, I have, just have not been attending to my lower region, and it kind of looks like a wildlife preserve down there um i I don't toss is alarmed and is there any way you could help me toss is there anything that i can do to fix the wildlife preserve and tame it and make it more manageable yeah i mean you could you could go to manscaped.com what yeah really josh you have to have some sort of story about your pubes or you know in this time of need has something bad happened to you has there been a moment of truth where you were like it's got to go. Yes, there I gotta was. I got to take care of the pubes. There was, actually, today when you guys, I wasn't with you guys today, but it's gotten so gross down there that I found, I found food down there. Disgusting. There was a piece of shredded lettuce in my pubes. I didn't, I haven't had, yeah, I haven't had Subway in days, so. Wow. That would be That's the only. disgusting. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, please. The Charity Stripe is now sponsored by Manscaped. Oh my God, we're sponsored by Manscaped. Ah! <laughs> Support for uh, the Charity Stripe comes from Manscaped, who is yeah. the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Fact. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Ooh. And you know what, Josh? You know what would help you out? Please. With your with your situation, I guess is that is that can we call it that a situation? And almost an affliction. It's honestly, <laughs> it's an borderline affliction. affliction. Well, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Mm-hmm. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nicky snacks crider you or snag your nuts. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do that to people's nuts. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they also have the um, the crop preserver. Yep. Which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Ooh, the crop duster. Absolutely. You know, you already put deodorant on your armpits, so you should probably put some on your balls as well. It would almost make more sense to me to put deodorant on my balls than my armpits. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I think Nick. I've done it. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah, of course. So actually, I'm out of the loop almost. This explains a lot. I should have been doing this the whole time. I mean, I don't (laughs) do it every day. I mean. Once a week. Yeah. No, probably not once a week. Usually, I uh, once I use, every I use powder. <laughs> I, I use our I use our former sponsor's powder. Oh, the name that shall not be said. Oh, f- f- fuck old bond. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys. Um, yeah. fuck those guys. Because the charity stripe is sponsored by Manscaped. for sure. But when so, you run out of gold bond, you use deodorant. Okay, yeah, True. and then you could use this ball deodorant called the crop. Plower, the, the crop, crop preserver. preserver. The plow 2.0 is, is also a, an item. A straight edge razor that they have. For sure. Basically, if you want any of their products, go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the code CHARITY20. 20. 20. Charity20. 20. So I thought it was Stripe20. It's Charity20. 20. Charity20. 20. Charity20. 20. Awesome. Now I have to go change the Instagram. <laughs> please Look go change you. the Instagram, Josh. I'm please doing do that, that right now because. Josh, please just. You know what? Guess who's wrong? I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. It's Stripe 20. It's not Charity 20. Good. The code is oh, Stripe 20. Okay. Good. I'm wrong. Nick, for once in your life, you are wow. wrong. Yes. I've never been wrong. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Stripe 20. Are we sure? Yes. 20% off and free shipping. Take care of your balls because you need them. Yeah. You need them. You need your balls. And now that we've done that. Um, that's good. I mean, this is a great sponsor. Pretty much, it's really fitting. Uh, I'll be logging on after this and yeah. doing free shipping, 20% off. Hopefully, I'll get it in the next couple of days. Yep, the Plow 2.0. We don't want this to get the worse. The Lawnmower 2.0. Yeah. They have like some, they got of the greatest, some of the greatest names of products. I've yeah, the, 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 the product very names relevant. are great. And I know people that use this product and love it. So, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I stand behind the people that are now standing behind And us. Josh has been doing what we would like to call double dipping. In the biz, where he's been using his trimmers for up top and, and down, <laughs> down below, which is oh, which you should not be doing. That explains the lettuce on your face. <laughs> That's oh, Nick, Ew, Nick, okay. wow! What a, I said this was like a no bullying show, and I'm five <laughs> six minutes in, and I've already been spit roasted. Yep, down the middle, spit roasted like a lamb on Greek Easter, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? On, on Greaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pasca. That's what we call it. When is, when is Pasca? Um, it's normally around when American Easter is. Okay, cool. Bunch is in April. Yeah, cool. So, oh, speaking sometimes of it's holidays, late March, early early April, late uh, April depends on the year. Yeah, we're we are recording on Sunday. In case you live under a rock, and happy Rosh Hashanah to all the Jews out there. L'chaim, l'chaim to you. You too. Uh, uh, Shana Tova. It was a healthy New Year. Oh, Nick doesn't know any Hebrew, do you? 
maybe. Okay, he's just like <laughs> he's like concealing it. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, happy uh, healthy New Year to those dipping apples in honey and eating the challah today. Uh, hope your challah is soft and has raisins in it. There's there's definitely a family downstairs having a Rosh Hashanah dinner below us. Didn't get the invite. Are you are you bummed about that toss? I'm not like shook. No. Well, I mean, one, I'm not Jewish for sure. Two, I don't think they know any of us by name. Okay. Yet. I don't think, to be fair, I don't know any of them by name. Right. But there is more of them than not, than us. Yeah, they outnumber us. They would win in a game of Red Rover for sure. For sure, just by just by account size for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's I can't be mad about Strength that. And numbers. Yeah, and the our landlord though is Jewish, and we didn't get the invite. I'm surprised me and our other roommate, or who are both Jewish, didn't get the invite. You, I understand because. Three he months. He can't remember my name because I'm not Jewish. He can't remember Toss's name because he's not Jewish, and that is not a joke. It is it is the straight facts that we are spewing on the charity stripe today. Does Cold that hard facts? Does that hurt your feelings a little bit, or you're just like I don't know, or you just like over it? You don't give a shit. I mean, I'm gonna chalk it up to him being a little bit. I, I would describe him as an elderly man, so maybe it's a memory thing. There's times. There are times when he's he a has me- forgotten things as well. So yeah. it's kind of a, a one in the, the same thing. Nice guy. Sometimes he's Amelia Earhart lost out there. Yeah, to say the least. Absolutely. Yeah, he could get a little lost in the sauce. Um, Speaking of getting lost in the sauce, let's get lost in some college football. Yeah, let's do it. Let's break it down. Yeah. by conference by conference. So Fab Five college football. Here we go. We'll start off in the ACC, aka the worst conference in all of college football. I mean, I can't even believe UVA is still ranked as a one-loss team, and Cal is now kicked out of the top twenty-five. I mean, they lost to uh, Arizona State. Because their quarterback went out in the game, and they still hung up. They, it was a close game. UVA lost to Notre Dame. Yeah, but they barely, beat, the top 10 they barely beat Old They got worked by Notre Dame in the second half, and they barely beat Old Dominion. I just think that they are straight up in the top 25 just because they don't want the ACC to look that bad. Thank God they dropped Clemson from number one. Well, yeah. I mean, that would have been. They almost that, lost to UNC. That would have been the biggest joke of my life if they were still number one. A- Alabama is definitely the best football team. Can we agree on that? Yeah. I mean, how many went they scored? Two had seven Devin, touchdowns. Smith had five touchdown catches. Yeah. They play rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to run the touchdown route on the field. Like, legitimately, the camera caught them and they admitted it. You know, I don't know if we can be all on board with that because I think Georgia's pretty dope. You think I, don't, I actually, Nick? I think I'm glad you bring that up because I don't even think Georgia's a top four team. You don't. I I, I don't. I could it could be a hot take. I think Alabama's I, I, better. He thinks Ohio State is better. He thinks LSU is better. He thinks LSU is better. But LSU thinks, dropped in the rankings. And he thinks Oklahoma's better. I do. I think all four of those. That is. I do not think Oklahoma's better. I think I think they're getting better and better week in and week out. I think Hurts is just he is on a mission, bro. He's on a mission. I, I don't. I, I just Georgia. I look at Georgia and I go, can they blow? Can they pop off on a team like the way that Clemson popped off in Alabama? The way Alabama pops off on teams? The way OU does? Can they do that? And I don't. I, I, don't, I just don't. I think, think they, they can. have the ability to pop off on teams, but I think what they have is the ability to control the game better than most teams. They do control and, the game and manage, very well. and manage the game where they can just win the game outright. Always and, okay, and it's from a college football perspective. And the NFL, I think that works better that strategy and that kind of team. But I think in, I, I just think in college football, you need an explosive team like LSU is proven to be, like Oklahoma is proven to be, like Bama is proven to be, and like Ohio, Ohio State's State. proven to be. I think Ohio State, um, I think their defense is getting not enough love. 
they literally went into Nebraska and completely worked a kid and a coach who is supposed to be an offensive mastermind and a quarterback who people were talking about to be a Heisman frontrunner. That team didn't look good against Indiana the week before, though. No, I think that team's grossly overrated, and I'm with you, Nick. I just also think, though, that Ohio State's defense is maybe number two in the country. Is that crazy to say? No. I, I don't think, think that's crazy. No, I don't think so. So, but you, but you, you think Georgia's the number two team? Is that what I, is what I'm gandering at? Or at least in the the top right, four? Uh, right now, for me, I think it goes Alabama, but I think Georgia could could take that spot. Um, but for me, Georgia is number two, and then number three, I would say, is LSU. Four okay. being Clemson, five being Ohio State. You still have six. Cl- six being OU. And then Auburn and Wisconsin are Auburn seven. and Wisconsin are and both Auburn good. is close too. Yeah, Wisconsin. I just me a I can't bit this week. I can't put Auburn over any of those other teams because I no. think when it comes push to shove, a right. freshman quarterback isn't going to be able to get it. We're done. also yeah, we're going to see because they're going to play all those teams. Yeah, right. I think I, I just think, but their defense is fantastic. Yeah, I think Auburn is Georgia light and not like too light, but like a step behind of what Georgia is and that kind of style of play. And maybe the step up that Georgia has in them lends and lends them to be well, a competitive team. Or they also don't have the running back firepower that Georgia has. True, true. Georgia's Which running backs have. are great. Yeah. Georgia's running back And it's always RBU. a rotational system. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's become that. It's, RBU, it, it's, for sure. I mean, look what, oh my gosh, yeah. Chubb just had a field day today in the NFL. Yeah, is it is Gurley, RBU? Gurley had a nice little bounce back game too. Sorry, yeah. to segue into the no, no, no. It's bit, fine. It's 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 relevant. Is yeah. it is it quantity uh, over quality? Just the amount of Alabama running backs there are. I'm just I'm asking. I'm actually ask, asking this question. Is it is that what it is? Would you take the running backs that Alabama has in the in the show versus the Georgia guys just because of sheer quantity? Well, I think when we're thinking about DBU, QBU, yeah. you know, RBU, if you're a recruit. And you're looking to go to a school. The ultimate goal is to make it to the NFL. Which school is going to propel me to go to the NFL? And I think Alabama has proven to be that university more so than Georgia has for, yeah. Although, for running backs or just in, in just general? just for quantity okay. of running backs. backs. I agree but for, for sure. quality, I think Georgia has them for sure. Uh, yeah, and then I think Wisconsin does a nice job. But my issue with Wisconsin, yeah. and I was talking to this about someone the other day, my issue is, is with Wisconsin is they get a guy. Pretty much a freshman or sophomore year, and work them the, and for run them three in, to four years, and run them into the fucking ground, and that's kind of what we like. Melvin Gordon has done a nice job, I think, for the amount that they ran him. Yeah, he stayed. He's gotten hurt though. Like John Taylor scares me a I mean, little. They did bit. the same thing with Monte Ball, and I think and it's like a, where yeah, he's at now. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a reason Josh Jacobs jumped up so much on draft on draft week, the couple of the, the months leading up to the draft, is because he's got fresh legs, and mm-hmm. it's a reason we were excited about Miles Sanders. Right, because he's got fresh legs. Well, you know who interestingly interestingly was like one of those running backs at Wisconsin, and then like made a hard pivot when he entered the NFL. James, James White, White. Yeah. totally changed his game. I mean, he was getting the type of workload that Monty Ball was getting, and also for you sure. know, what we're seeing Jonathan Taylor getting. But now look at him; he's like one of the best. He's one of the best pass catching backs in the NFL. Yeah, with you on that for sure. Um, but yeah, so going back to it though, we'll just kind of so that's the ACC. I, there's no there's there's no other teams to really cover because Miami's kind of been, you know, UNC and UNC and Miami are kind of in a you know phase. Where they have to get new coaches and they have to get their sea legs under them. UVA, I really wish UNC had upset Clemson. I think that would have it would have been made, an interesting thing just from a shaking things up standpoint. Would have been awesome. It would have made our lives, I just think, so much easier as fans and people honestly analyzing the game and trying to predict things of where things are going to shake out because right. that would have been the nail in the coffin. It's crazy because it seems like Clemson has one of those games once a year. 
they had this like a close Syracuse, game against against Syracuse. Syracuse. They yeah. had this close game against A and M. Yeah, you know it's like but once a year. That, like, like every, they've never fully come out and done, which is why I'm surprised you have them at number four. And I, I'm sure we'll get to a point later in the season where things where they're not tested and there's no game where we, where we can go. Okay, look right there. They lost that game, or they were really tested that game because people are going to forget about UNC because it's so early in the season. They'll hit a roll and they'll go to the playoffs, and they probably could feasibly could win it all. And then we're right back here and being, oh well, we told you so. So what surprises you about me putting that number four? I just feel you think uh, it should be higher or lower? Lower. I do. I think. I think. I just from what we see right now, for, they just haven't done anything. They, ha- they they've been really disappointing. I mean, you can't. Put the reigning champs who are undefeated lower than than two or three. I mean, college you football. Can't. College football is innocent until proven guilty, and that's fair. But I, you, but why? Like, that was last year. This is not the same team. It's not the same team, but it, there's a lot of the same team. It's the same coach. It's the same quarterback. It's the same running back. It's the same receivers. The defense is not an issue. The defense has been great, actually. Isaiah Simmons has been phenomenal. I think for Clemson, one of the best defensive players in the country. I, he this kid's just, he's just in a sophomore slump it seems he's just not clicking you know he hasn't been able to like like do I'm not even like doing what half of what two has been doing doing what Fields has been doing doing what Hurts has been doing doing what Burrow has been doing I mean there's also an element of you know last year he was a freshman winning the title and then after that game NFL scouts you know commentators and and analysts and people like us and fans are so high on him, talking about him being the number one overall draft pick in two years. Right. There's got to be an element where that gets to his head a little bit. He's like, oh, shit, well, it's my sophomore season. I got to ball out. Or just, you know, even if it wasn't his sophomore season. I mean, and, the kid's, and he's a kid he's from 20 here, years old. Right. From here on now, we expect perfection from him. Exactly. I don't yeah. even know if he's 20. It could be 19. But there were other guys that we've seen in the past, past though, like Andrew Luck was heralded, honestly, in the same way Trevor Lawrence has been. And he delivered. And he just did. He was always great. Andrew yeah. Luck is is an anomaly, though. That guy's mind works differently than most people. So do you think I that, think I think Andrew Luck's borderline genius. Okay. Uh, he is a football genius. I think so, too. Um, do you think Trevor Lawrence is the prospect? You've lived through both. You've been aware of football in enough way to kind of analyze both properly. Do you think Trevor Lawrence is the prospect that Andrew Luck was or no? Um, I I do think it's a little early to tell, but okay. I think he'll live up to it. You do, yeah. I okay. think he's gonna. I still think he'll be the number one overall taking quarterback t- player overall, um, and I think that he'll have a nice nice career in the NFL. He's young. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just right now this year it's a haircut. You think you don't like the flow? No, I do not like the flow. It, it's fun for like the first couple years of college, but when you, when you become a professional, you need to cut your hair. If Nick, he, Nick Foles chopped the hair when he got to the NFL. Yeah, he had long hair when he was at Arizona. Do you think we could see like a full on like if he if they lose and the the wheels fall off like in the, in the shaves, regular he season he should, like kind of like Vinny chases it <laughs> in the <laughs> locker room and he yeah. just shaves his head, just does it all. Um, but yeah, that's the ACC. SEC, we kind of broke it down. Um, is yeah, it, Auburn had a fantastic win. Those fourteen and you know, Florida did too. Florida, yeah, that quarterback's good. Trask. It honestly may be a. It's a very unfortunate that um, uh, Frank's got hurt, but it may be a blessing in disguise for the Gators now that they've kind of been able to move away from him. This kid Trask has a good grasp of the op, of the offense. He can he manages the game well. Um, I just don't know if Florida can hang with Auburn, let alone you know LSU or Georgia. I'll see you next week. Yeah. 
we will see you next it's the week. Premier game. That is the premier game. Some good games next week. Um, and I, I just think the I do. I, do you guys think that LSU? You, well, Nick, you think Georgia's in the same boat as Alabama or close to it? Yep. I don't. So that's your second takeaway this week is that you think that Georgia isn't as good as LSU. Or, or and I don't think LSU is as good as Alabama. I don't think anybody's as good as Alabama. I think this is. I think this is the best Alabama offense we've ever seen in our lifetime. I feel like we see that every year, though. And I feel like I feel like this is. I feel like this guy is. He is off the the chain. Yeah. Well, good. we said the thing is we said the same thing last year. And they and were they great. Lost. And they lost and they blew it. And they they were mismatched by an amazing defense. And they and they no. just were not in the game. I, the you know, I agree. And but like, what does it matter for the, the best? Alabama offense or best Alabama defense if they don't win at all. It's the same thing with the Patriots. You know, they go 18-0. and They don't win at all. Yeah, I, I think they missed out in that game. But I do think this, I, I think it's fair to say that this is the best Alabama offense. Maybe not from a running game standpoint, but this is the best Alabama QB we've had. Um, these This receiving trio of Smith, Ruggs, and Judy. Judy is the best receiving trio I've seen. I can't even remember seeing a receiving trio like this in such a long time. I'm sure the the guys at Clemson have crossed over. Yeah, you know, but these three guys, could, the fact that one of them could have three touchdowns one game, another one could have three the next game or two the next game, and and then five the game after is just ridiculous. They have three first round receivers on their team. Truthfully, so that's I, crazy. We're talking about Alabama being running back you, and for that to be the case with these receivers is pretty. Impressive. I mean, if you look at their track record for receivers too, though, yeah, they've been pretty, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah, that for that that one right there, I feel like is quality. Right, we we're talking about quality over quantity. We're talking about Julio Jones, yeah, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy. That's quality. Those are oh, those would, are guys who are like best receivers in the nation. If I had to take a receiving, here's a hot take. If I had to take a receiving trio based out of school. So I was picking guys, right? Receivers. I get it. I would take Bama's guys. Cooper, Jones, and Ridley. Forgot about Cooper. Yeah. Amari Cooper. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. That's a sick trio. It's better than... I would rather have Julio and Amari than Juice and Odell. And the fact that Juice and Odell is even thrown in there, and that's like a real thing right now. Right. Landry had a game. He had a fantastic game. Great, great bounce back game for him since he was kind of nowhere to be found the first two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. He did, yeah. He left the game with an injury. But, uh-huh. but yeah, so that's my takeaway with the SEC. My takeaway with the Big Ten is I would love to get in on Ohio State's defense because I think it's fantastic. And Okuda and Chase Chase Young gets a lot of the publicity, but Okuda, Jeffrey Okuda, is a fantastic safety, and I think he'll work his way into the top ten because we've seen with the Chargers and we've seen you know with the, the, the Dolphins trade how important safeties are to today's game. They're huge. Um, especially when you go up against teams like Patrick Mahomes, sometimes twice a year. So you need to guy if you if, if the guys are center fielder, out, yeah, you need a center fielder out there for sure. That being said, I think like and Wisconsin's been great, and they're getting the publicity and press they deserve. Teams like Iowa and Penn State, like Penn State's a good football team. He is a great head coach, James Franklin. Love him. I think he is a top five head coach actually in college football. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I think there are very few. I, I think uh, people on the planet in any sport ever. Not even just college football that could have done what he did and you know resurrecting the he's, program. So he's fast. a great coach. I think he needs to get to the big dance first before he gets put in the top five. I just think from a, I don't think from like okay like resume standpoint, you know, I just think from a standpoint of what he's been able to do at Penn State has been remarkable. Yeah, I mean it's remarkable, but it's a historic program, and I think that regardless of what happened in the paternal era and with the Sandusky scandal, I still yeah. think that that. University will still grab its prospects no matter what. 
for sure, for sure. But they were there were some sanctions, there were penalties, and sometimes like they didn't get the death penalty like the like SMU did, which yep. which was finally could be back finally. Could who could be back finally? Nick, you think they're going to go a perfect season? They're this year's UCF. Yeah, uh, I mean they're ranked for the first time in over thirty years. Twenty four. Uh, they're finally. ranked. They came out at ranked of uh, twenty four. They're five and zero right now, but they have a cupcake schedule. Yeah, and it's it's pretty feasible for them to go undefeated. Toss I mean, was saying that the other day too. The, the tough games that I could see them losing are, are obviously like Navy because that's always a wild card in Houston. <laughs> yeah, but Houston's yeah, the king and is Navy. Now out. Navy's in Annapolis and Houston. They play in Houston. Yeah. So yeah. both both away games. But I do think that SMU is a better team than both of those. But yeah, I mean, yeah. good teams lose. Yeah, damn Shane Bouchelle, man, good for him. Yeah, I love that. Love to see that. But the Big Ten, I would love for Penn State to get more press and get more love. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they can do going forward because they're going to have some tests for sure. Always. You know, teams always do. Yeah, um, especially just with how competitive the Big Ten is. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I mean Mich- they, they play Iowa not next week but the following. Um, Iowa has Michigan next week, which is a big game. I think that Big Ten rivalries are more exciting than SEC rivalries. I think SEC rivalries, they're... They're kind of exactly what you expect, but with with Big Ten rivalries, I feel like there's a lot more. There's more just, blood. There's skin juice. Skin. There's yeah. blood. You know, it's it's way more intense and rowdy, and I, maybe it's just because the Big Ten schools are, are rowdier and yeah, and like their their environments are crazier. Well, um, it could be, wrong, but, that's, but all those games take, are always yeah. those, those games are always a wild card. You know. Yeah, They're always crazy games. I mean, I I don't know. I watched a lot of SEC football growing up, so I was kind of like hyper focused on on that conference. And there were like there are plenty of ups, upsets that I remember. No, I mean, I'm just, not saying there's not, but yeah. I'm saying for me, I think that as an LSU fan, Arkansas was never a better team, but they often beat LSU when they played them in in the rivalry games. Yeah, which I, was like crazy, you know. Yeah, it is. I think it's, I think it's an interesting point you bring up because I think the Big Ten. I mean, I grew up watching mainly like you guys. You grew up watching the SEC. I grew up mainly first. My first introduction to college football was with Ohio State, and was the Big Ten. Right. And you look at it. First of all, Ohio State Michigan is a top three rivalry in sports, just in general. Yeah. With Tobacco Road, um, and you throw out Red Rivers in there too. I actually don't think Red Rivers as big as Ohio State Michigan, and I don't think it's as big as Sox Yankees because that's just the history of the game. Probably not even as big as Notre Dame USC. What Red River? Yeah. Mate, could it's like on historically that, historically it's on that level. I think it could it could not be. I just think I just think Ohio State Michigan is the bread and butter rivalry of college football. And I think I think I, yeah, just I the way the that. fans are versus I mean we went to school in the South, so it's a little more. And I don't I, we get rowdy and we get crazy, but it's not it's not as chaotic. I mean Michigan is. I don't the, know. I don't think I don't think UT is similar to a lot of like SEC schools. You I think know. I think I going think on so. a lesser scale. I think going to I mean, the, going know. to the Grove is a completely different experience than going to DKR. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. I'm sure. It, I, I'm sure it's crazy there too. It's the, the number one tailgating spot in America. Right. I yeah no I think that I think Ohio State Michigan is the biggest rivalry in college, college. football for sure for sure yeah. for sure and I think it's a good point I think those games just get they they, they just play a different brand of football it's we, more Smash Mouth there's also just like a lot of in recent years there have been a lot of like game ending plays that have been ridiculous like Michigan State Michigan that was with, crazy with that you know and then you've got the both Ohio State Penn State games the one where right. Penn State won and the one where they lost last year which. Was the worst. There's play been like call. there's been like four different Michigan State games that have been ridiculous in the last like they, ten years. Yeah, Antonio the Hail Mary at the end, the punt, the, the fake, punt. the fake field goal in overtime. Saying. Yeah, the mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The, the interception or the fumble recovery for the. Yeah. The fumble right. recovery. Yeah. The punt. And then there was like, there was like a Michigan Ohio state game that was good a couple years ago when JT Barrett in Michigan, that was like a big game. They were yeah. both top 10 teams. Well, you've also got like two of the biggest schools in the nation. Yeah. So there's just a shit ton of people. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of fans. There's a bunch of alumni. A lot of people like those schools. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, Pac-12, our prediction of them, it wasn't even a hot take, just them eating each other apart has continued with Arizona State's defeat of Cal. Right. And they are now the only conference without an undefeated. Right. And then Washington handily beat, handily beats USC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good. I think they just... It was it's kind f- of a shame because like, the, the Pac-12 football has been like exciting to watch. It's been really great. Yeah, it's, it's been, been really, really good. Great I year. mean, the, the Cal Arizona State game was good. Arizona State's pretty good. That quarterback is a freshman, Jaden Daniels, and he he reminds me of Khalil Tate. And it's unfortunate that Arizona and Kevin Sumlin haven't been able to really unlock what we thought Khalil Tate would be a couple of years ago. But I think that I, I kind of see it with Herm Edwards and this kid Jaden Daniels. You know, Benjamin is a guy that does not get enough press out of the backfield for them. He's really good, and they go in and they beat Cal at home. It's I, Cal's fans are hilarious. They're all just a bunch of like kind of tall white dudes with like mustaches and long hair it's like the it's very hipster very hipster school it's exactly smart kids smart kids Berkeley's smart but yeah prob- not, i don't think they're as passionate about about football as no they probably smoke a joint rather than drink a beer before going to the game oh yeah that's <laughs> what i would i is what i would oh, assess tough loss guys yeah you guys want to you guys want to do a case race or just like an edible bag race you guys just want to go home and play settlers of Catan or yeah, yeah. Let's get a game of Settlers going after like a big win. Uh, is what I could see. Uh, but <laughs> Herbert's been great. I think he'll be a top five pick. Yeah, I, I mean, I, really I think like that's the, the team for us that's going to win that. You think the Pat? You think the Oregon? Yeah, Oregon's great. I mean, they're a one loss team. They lost to Auburn, and it was yeah. a cl- they, close game. And now Auburn's proven to be good. It could be interesting if Oregon, Oregon could easily be in the top ten if, if it wasn't for that game. If Oregon runs, okay. How about this though? If Oregon runs the table, do they get in the playoff? Yeah, I think they do. Really? Yeah. Really, depending how Auburn does, so now Auburn stays ranked throughout the whole season, is maybe a two to three loss team, and Oregon runs the table, handily wins the Pac-12, they're in, over like an Ohio State, over like an OU. I think so. Yeah. Here's the issue with Auburn, in my opinion, is that they play Georgia, they play Florida, and Bama. They play LSU and they play Alabama. So they're gonna they're gonna lose. Lose four games. At least two. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll beat Florida, but they could not. They could very, not. very easily. Florida. Could they have make to it. get to this game. They have sure. to get this to this game. They've got to beat Florida this in week. In the swamp. Oh. Yeah, it's in the swamp. And then they play LSU in Death Valley, and then they get Georgia and Alabama at home. But like, does that matter? God, what if they beat both Georgia and Alabama? That would be awesome. Well, then the Oregon's definitely. <laughs> yeah, 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 for Oregon sure. Could be in good shape. Yeah, for sure. That could be interesting. I just think if they drop three games, then that that hurts Oregon. Even mm-hmm. even though know. the level of competition is as good as it is, I don't know about three games. I think if you're a nine win team and you're ranked and you make a good bowl, still think it looks good. Mm-hmm. And then five will go to Big Twelve. Um, not not nothing crazy there. I think the Texas OU showdown is the big. It's the big game in uh, two weeks. Barring, I'm just a little nervous as a Longhorn fan going, yeah, we should beat the Mountaineers handily, but I just am a little nervous. It we, just looks like a trap game. We've had three trouble and one. We've had trouble with them before. They're 3-1. and one. It's away. I just don't love going to West Virginia. I don't I love, love it either, but I I can't see a scenario where we're losing this game. Uh, it was a heartbreaker last year where, where Will Greer threw that game-ending touchdown. The and bond, the Jennings, I, I think yeah. we're just going to put them out of their misery. Yeah. yeah. I think they don't have Will Greer. They no, don't have Will they Greer. They don't. I think and they don't have Dana. I think this is no. a big game for Sam to kind of tune up. 
and get the and no mistake game. Yeah, is what we said last time. And OU looks great. They this really. A, I think this is a tune-up game where it's like, all right, let's get all the kinks out before OU. Let's put our our, our foot on the gas pedal and let's just run it. Yeah. yeah, I think OU in Texas. It's I don't okay. I think if OU loses to Texas, but then wins the Big Twelve championship, let's say versus Texas again. So like the same thing as last year, basically. Yeah, if it's a repeat of last year, I don't. Th- I think both teams get shut out this time around. Yeah, I think both teams will get shut out this time. There's around. there's too there's too much talent. Yeah, there's, there's lot, too much there's going, a lot around. going on. There's a lot of dicks in the dance floor this year in college football, and I think this is the, actually hot take. I think this is the third. The, the second worst conference behind the ACC. You think, wait. Just through and through, you think it's it's not as deep as the Pac-12? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think, obviously, the Big Ten is number two, and I not think... Not sure if I agree with that. SEC but. is number one. I think the SEC is number one, I, I, and I don't... And then, yeah. It's, yeah, I, 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 I think... Okay, that. I think it goes SEC, Big Ten. For sure. Then I think it goes Big 12. Then it goes Pac-12. Then it goes ACC. I think able, I think that's, what, that's what you can flip, and then other than that, it's pretty much set in stone. I think the Big Ten and the SEC are... It's a big, it's a pretty sizable gap between the, the second and third. It's a blowout. Whatever you put third, Pac-12 or, or, yeah. or, big, or big 12. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then we'll move on to the NFL Fab Five. What do you got for us? Toss, break it down. Number one. Well, we still have two undefeated teams. Three. Sorry. The Niners. Oh, yeah, but the Niners had a bye week, so I don't really... No, they're undefeated. Yet. They're still undefeated. They're undefeated. <laughs> Chilling on the couch. They're undefeated with three wins. Rather than <laughs> we, have, we have two undefeated teams with four wins. Gotcha. <laughs> the Pats and the Chiefs. Yeah. But I think the important thing to note is that both of those teams won by a small margin of victory, and they're beatable. Who scared you more? Who, who, were you, who made you more nervous today? I think... Well, for me, uh, I think... Honestly, the, I, chi- the Chiefs made I think me the more Chiefs nervous. made me more, more nervous because they were losing... For the majority right. of the game, really, uh, the Patriots never, never had, yeah, never were down. The Chiefs can't. The Chiefs can't. Re- as as amazing as Patrick Mahomes is, the Chiefs cannot rely on their defense to keep them in games. No, their D's not good. Where the Pats, the Patriots have an amazing defense. The Patriots, as we saw, Tom Brady can do nothing, and they can still win the game. This might have been one of his. I think this could have been a oh, so top three worst games of his career. Horrible. Yeah, for sure. 17 for 34, like 148 yards, I think. I, this might be wrong. And he, a pick. He was terrible. He was awful. And the Bills defense is good, too. Yeah. Bills defense ain't no slouch. Do the Patriots have the best defense in the NFL? Yes. Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got the best. Better than the Bears? Yes. Yeah. The secondary. Yes, but it's close. The God, secondary the Bears defense is, is, is Ferocious. The bro. Bears' defense is—it's mayhem up front for them. Yeah. It's but but the Pats, their secondary is, but it's is through a, and through is a nightmare. The Patriots are through and through. Right. Right. Amazing. I, I, I just think like what the so Jamie good. Collins has three interceptions this year. Yeah. Jamie Collins. He's all over the place. He's so. Devin underrated. McCourty has four. Devin McCourty is on pace to have sixteen interceptions this year. He has one pick a game. He had four today. Well, if teams keep throwing five interceptions against them, it's going to happen. Yep. Top ten fantasy scorer. <laughs> not, not just defense, like scorer. And they In play, total, yeah. ready for this, and their next two games are against Washington and the Giants. Field day. Yeah. Field day. Oh, look, I, two rookie quarterbacks. Dan, Daniel Dimes is nice, but he's going to make mistakes. Yeah, of course. He's got oh, to. Well, how many picks did the Redskins as a team throw today? Like five? It was bad. It was bad, yeah. right? They I, made the Giants look good. I texted my cousin who was at the game. I go, hey, hot take, what if... They're fourteen and it's fourteen to three or seventeen to three. What if like Haskins that comes in and like just does it and gets it done on the road in the Meadowlands, takes it over? How crazy would that be? It, it could not have gone in a not more opposite direction. Nope, he was not ready. Yeah, no, they he was, was like, hey, ready. go in the fire, just uh, 
See if you don't burn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, without Trent Williams, they just straight up don't have a left tackle out right. there. Um, uh, but two. yeah, no, no. They, they are both very beautiful teams. Um, beatable, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. KC just didn't look like themselves this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they got it done. You whatever. know what? But then the day got it done. Good, good on you, Detroit, because they're a good team. Yeah, Detroit's got a. Can we like give Detroit a little credit here? Because yeah. I think people, I think we've been sleeping on them. I think everyone's been sleeping on them. I think Patricia has got has got a good defense. They put up thirty four points, but I think that's you know they they held their own for most of the game. Right. Stafford. It, it feels fine. like he's got Stafford finally has like enough weapons where it's not just Megatron. Yeah. Like it was in years past. Galladay. Galladay. Galladay is great. He had two touchdowns. Marvin Jones is their deep threat. Hawkinson comes back with a touchdown, and he gets hurt with a concussion. on Johnson's their workload. Yeah, Toss and I were uh, watching football today, and I think that Tiaude could be a top 10 receiver in the league. Yeah, he's, I, he's I said he's nice. I countered with saying that he's like cup, and they're both in that their ten to fifteen range. I thought you were crazy when you threw Galladay in with Cup in the top fifteen, but I was wrong last week. He's really fantastic. I I do think though, I think they need. I think Marvin Jones is just a number three. I think they need one more offensive weapon for for Stafford. I mean, they if they had like if they were to go in the draft next year and take. I think they don't. I don't think they'll be able to get Judy T. Higgins or Rugs, the deep threat that Alabama has. I yeah. think that just. I mean, if they still had, they still had Golden Tate. Yeah. Although, yeah. but I, they, you think they need like a, a very solid deep threat. I think. I, I think no. I think they need a slot. You think that's the route that I would go? You, you think they need like a Cole Beasley type of guy? Marvin Jones someone, could play the someone, slot. You yeah, think, he can, but he. I think he's better off on the outside. They were, I just, you know, I think they maybe a guy that could kind of do both. I think had they gone and got Terrell Williams in the offseason, I think that would have set them apart. What an amazing pickup that was for the Raiders. He's got a touchdown each week. Yeah. yeah. He's good in the red zone. He's really good in the red zone. Number two takeaway for you, Toss? The AFC South is just chaos. Yeah, it's two and two. Everyone's the board. two and two. Cross Jags, the board. Gardner Minshew taking the Jags to the promised land. I this guy's the real deal. He really? You think? Yeah. You didn't. You didn't watch the game today. Nah, no, he, I didn't he, he looked poised. He had he had ice in Dude, his face. Dude, I watched the highlights. He looked. He looked. This he guy looked is solid. like he's in the pocket, but he doesn't have happy feet like Baker did he's, last week. He's got I mean, Baker had a nice bounce. He's back got in, I guess. the confidence and the swag. The touchdown he threw. And he's got great, he's got great he's got great touch too. Yeah, he's he, a good quarterback. He's a little small, but I see he 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 looks good, man. I think yeah. gone are the days where you need a big quarterback. Look at the league now: Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. Garmin shoot Baker, Baker not big too. guys. No. Yeah. I mean, no. So the Jags are your team, I'm guessing, coming out of that division as of right now. I have Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, because I think the Tennessee defense is ain't no slouch, nothing to mess with. Right. And they yeah, looked good. they looked very good um on the offensive end. They, yeah. They were I'm connecting with like, the receivers. They've got weapons. I mean, I'm gonna put in work, bro. Yeah, he had a good game. I'm concerned. Corey, Corey Davis finally had a good game for once in his career. Right, hot take before you get into your concern. Is the AFC South the Pac-12 of the NFL? Where they tear each other to smithereens? Yeah, they just beat the shit out of each other week in and week out because um, it's looking like that. I think, the, I think that, I think both Souths, the AFC South and, and the NFC South. Okay, I, I would say that the differentiating factor is that the Saints, to me, are the best team in the NFC. They're the best team, but NFC right South. now they don't have Drew Brees. So now that's on even. And to me, does it matter? It, I mean, it matters a little bit. because Of they, course, of course it matters, but I'm saying I think they can win the division without him. 
they, I, they, they could. Would, and they would be my pick right now to I know, do that. They definitely could. Yeah. But I do think that the NFC South is way more wide open than people think. Right. But I mean, the Bucs are the playing Bucks good are football. Good. Yeah. The, the Panthers are playing good football. The Bucs are a missed field goal away from being 3-1, and one, going on a with a massive road win against the Rams and rolling in to New Orleans without Drew Brees. And they put up 55 points today against the Rams. 55 points. Yeah, yeah man. They against could, the Rams. They right. Could, they could Who are phenomenal in past, have been phenomenal at home. Jared Goff has fantastic numbers at home. They forced him to throw three picks, and these weren't like and they a fumble were, for a touchdown. They, were, is, they were bad reads by God, yeah, by Sue, which was like you think that was a little bit of a fuck you, yeah, go fuck sure. yourself. This yeah. is a defense that people were considering as a top ten defense in the league, and you put fifty five points up. Yeah, Shaq Barrett, by the way, is not awesome. has his ninth sack of the season now. Yep. Yeah, and a fumble he forced. He's Fa- awesome. I think that was the fastest uh, nine sacks in NFL history. Really? You see, it was the fast to eight. Yep. He probably could probably if presumably, got nine, yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> presumably uh nine. It's pretty wild in yeah. four oh, games. Oh my gosh. And talk about wide receiver weapons on that team. It just goes to show you how fucking good Sue is. He's great. He's great. What he does. And, I mean and and uh Vita's awesome too. And then Nassib is good on there. They have a good defensive line. I can't believe Carl Nassib was cut, cut, by, cut, the cut. cut by the Browns and he is a, he is a defensive captain that for the is, Buccaneers. That is a pure example of why Hugh Jackson is a shitty head coach and should never be a head coach in the NFL. Fact. Even though even though Dorsey obviously has a say in that, but fact. Fact. Yeah, but you know, if you're the head coach, you you can fight for a guy that Bowles you, that is you a like. good defensive coordinator too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. just a straight good. He's he's not a coach, head coach, but he's a great defensive no, that, coordinator. The Buccaneers team is very scary. Bruce Arians knows what he's doing over there. James is finally Godwin. integrated in the system. Yeah, Godwin's sick. And Evans is amazing. Evans mm-hmm. is awesome. They're just and OJ awesome. Howard. OJ Howard had a, had a decent game. He's always a Cameron threat. Brate had a touchdown. Yeah, Bar- Barber got in the end zone. Johns Jones, Jones got in the end zone. Everyone touched the end zone. Yeah. Everyone got in. Well, I, when you score 54, 54 points, like Sue got in the end zone. Yeah. I was watching the game by myself, and they Brate scored the touchdown, and I literally said aloud, "Your Brate is sealed." <laughs> but I was watching. Goff did not yeah. look good though in that game. In the first half, in the beginning, he threw a lot of picks. Yeah, the, uh, towards the end, he kind of got it going, but it was too late. It was a little. It was too little, too late. Right. Marcus Peters with a fucking man boy touchdown. That was crazy. And then Goff kind of blew it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number three. Um, number three. Oh, wait, we didn't even really delve into the South, though. If I may say, At the AFC I, South. I think the Texans are overrated. I think Bill O'Brien should be on the scorching seat because he really can't get it done. I still think the Laramie Tunsil trade was a bad move. I always will. Um, I think they have no run game, and I think they have no receiving threat. Sorry, Will Fuller, the fourth outside of DeAndre Hopkins, which has caused him to get blanketed. And now against like a good cornerback, and now they've lost a game against Carolina at home after which a good team would go and beat the Chargers and keep rolling. And they should be, they should have been three and one because say Kyle Allen is good. You cannot tell me he is the real deal. I, I you, yet he could he be sure, but I'm not sold on He's him. He's Cam yet. Newton's mom's favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sold on that. I'm just yet. loosening up my arm. I'm just I'm not sold on him yet. So I just well, I, you don't have to you don't have to love him as their starting quarterback, but he won the game for sure. And I, but I think and Deshaun yeah. Watson, who is a way way better, overrated. way more talented, overrated. yeah, but way more talented than Kyle Allen. The man's two no, and zero, no question. Yeah, Deshaun got Watson outplayed by Kyle Allen. Gets an O for overrated. I'm sorry. He that is whole overrated. that whole team is well, the like, offensive line. Still. The, we said they were gonna, they were the they were the most overrated team in football the beginning of the year, and I just think they are. I think the offensive line is still a problem after they spent. Two pick a pick in the first round and a pick in the second round on offensive line, and they traded for Laramie Tunsil. So in the last 
in the last year, they spent five draft picks on three offensive linemen, and it clearly is not working out still. And they traded away Jadavian Clowney, who had a pick six today. Who was a beast. They couldn't they couldn't sign Clowney for some God knows what reason, and now they lose him, and their defense isn't as scary. It's still good, but not as scary. So I just think, I look at the Texans, I go, I'm not really worried about them. The Jags' defense with and without Ramsey is still good. I think that that makes a, a difference, though. I think the yeah, I think it's a huge difference, and which is why I think Nick's pick of the Titans is not a bad pick I, at all. I totally agree with that because I think if Mariota is healthy and finding in stride with his receivers, like he was today with AJ Brown, a guy you love, Nick, and Corey Davis, like Toss has really hated on Corey Davis, but finally he heard, he must have listened to the show from uh, with Scotty Felix because he came out and had a good game. Um, and then <laughs> Derrick Henry is is a great running back. He's yeah. just a really good running back. He's I would say he's a top five, six, seven running back in the league around there for sure. Mm. And he was great. He's in there. He's in there. He's a great running back, dude. I think so. He's on top five. No, seven, hmm. six, seven. We'll go through it later. Uh, Leonard Fournette's great, though. I just yeah. and the, uh, the Colts are just too injured and too broken without T. Y. Hilton, who is a game changer on offense. They don't, they can't really do much. Right. Um. So I would say the Jags and the Titans are my top two, but without Ramsey, I'm kind of liking the Titans pick. Okay. And then you like the Jags? Yeah, I just, I mean, but I am questioning it a little bit without Ramsey. Yeah. And the Titans seem very appealing in that regard. Yeah. I just, I, it's hard for me to believe in Marcus Mariota. For an entire season, because I know eventually he will have like a five pick game or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> or a three pick, or a three pick and two fumble. Like the guy just turns the ball over a lot. He's been efficient though so far. So he's, I mean, he's can't a bash great too quarterback. Bad. He's been on and off injured, and I think he's healthy, and I think he's a gamer, and I think he's an elite competitor, and I kind of like the notion of him playing for his life, and he's that's what he, he's playing for his job right now, and he's done. Last week was a bit of a fumble. But he came back and like a good team does and bounced back and took care of business in Atlanta, which they should also fire their coach. I don't know if you're going to get into Yeah, that. that's number three. That he has to go? He's See ya. Go. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dan Quinn's got to go. You can't score 10 points with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Matt Calvin Ryan Ridley. threw for 300 and Again. something yards Again. and only scored 10 points. Again. He keeps uh, he's thrown for 350 yards every single game this they season. They got like no the run game is weak sauce. Freeman is disappointing. Disappointing. Edo Smith scored, but like he had a one yard touchdown. They just don't like they they basically might as well just start the game in the second half. It's like they don't show up to play. Yeah, they're never ready to go in the first half, which it's is a unbelievable. Clear, the the fingers getting pointed at the coach in that regard every time. I've never the only time I've seen. And he he's just not a good coach. Like he blew the lead to the Patriots, and that was the tell. He, that was the telltale sign that this guy cannot take a team to the promised land. No, no great elite coach that you have for years and years and years lets that slip through your fingers. I'm sorry, it just doesn't happen like that. Like I don't love Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin's overrated. If Mike Tomlin is up twenty-eight to three going into the second half, they are not losing that fucking game. Not a shot, dude. No shot. They lose that game. It's not gonna happen. It just won't. I just think he has to go. I think the the, the GM has to go. I think they've kind of done an okay job drafting. Guys are getting hurt on defense, and they just need to reshape this thing. This guy took over the defense. The defense can't really stop a nosebleed, and the offense, Dirk Cotter. Slouch. Sorry. I think they need to reshape, revamp, and they need McDaniels. Okay. Um, passionate. I'm very passionate. 
Appreciate that, Josh. For sure. I think we touched on this last week, but to me, it just every week I watch football on Sunday and I'm getting more and more aggravated by it. The flags are just nonstop. It's nonstop. There's so many roughing the passer calls. There's so many defensive holding calls. They go back to the tape and look at him, and it's like they barely touched him, or you know they shoved the quarterback. What like half a second after he threw the ball? Like it's just, it's. I understand that they're protecting these guys, but it's just getting to the point where the game flow is just awful, disrupted. It's so disrupted. It's it's. Let the boys play. I'm almost. Ex- I'm expecting if something goes wrong for there to be a flag every like almost every single play. I'm like waiting for the flag to come. Yep. I'm waiting for it to happen. I you, you could you could be like you could kind of tell. It's just like the offside shit and the you know the encroachment. That that is what it is. The holding is what it is. Um the pass interference sucks and the roughing the passer call sucks. I also it's, think a lot of the time uh on, on big scoring plays or on big plays in general, I feel like half of the time there's a flag. Yeah. Half of the time that play's coming back. Right. It, it sucks. It's yeah. almost because you always have to look around like, oh, is this play gonna stand? It was a great run, but yeah. oh, there's a one one questionable block in the back. Yeah, For, I don't think two years ago, after week one, you know, uh, in the 49ers game, Kittle has two touchdowns called back, right? Yeah, week I one. I don't remember talking about that two years ago, being like, I can't believe this guy had two touchdowns called back, and that's happened Crazy. with multiple people this year. It's happened, yeah. it happened with Hawkinson in a game. It's happened. With, it happened with the Chargers against the Lions. They had two. Touchdowns call back in the same drive. Yeah, yeah, long yeah. ones too. Yeah, that would have been the difference in the game. It's oh, it's I I wouldn't. And they go on they go on to lose the game. They lose the game by three points. Mike Evans today when he catches that yanger, I'm like looking. I'm like, was there a flag? Is there a flag? Kick the extra point. Like I'm begging for it to get done. And also, it's almost become a strategy to just kind of like throw it up on a big play and hope your receiver gets fucking mauled. Yeah, because now you can challenge pass yeah, interference too. It's just this is not good. I'm with you, Toss. I think that's very soft lame. football. Soft football for sure. But yeah. I get it. Safety is the number one priority yeah. in the league. Yeah, that's what you said. They're humans. Yeah, we want the league to keep going. You know. Yeah. yeah. We want kids to keep playing football for sure. Because yep. then they'll go into the NFL and they you, will they will take Cam Newton's job. Are you gonna let kids suit up your kids suit up for football if they want? Eh. I mean, I didn't play growing up, so if they want. Yeah, but I'll make sure that they're they're taking the, the you know the right precautions when they're on the field. Mm-hmm. Nick, yeah, of course. I was never that injured. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want my kids playing middle linebacker or running back. <laughs> yeah, but like if they my kid wants to be a quarterback or a receiver or a kicker, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> knock yourself out, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, toss. Let's just go through number five. Let's go through the teams that are at the bottom of the barrel. Okay, and who's in big time panic mode? And who is just like, you know what? It is what it is. Well, it's rebuilt. There's, there's for sure teams so the, that are in tank mode. So the Dolphins, the Dolphins, number one. Tank mode. Jets, also. I think they're going to enter tank mode. They don't think they're, I don't think they're going to do what the Dolphins did and do a fire sale, but I think they're. They don't need a fire sale right now. Because, no, they don't. Because like, they're slowly bringing their franchise back. I think like they, you thought at the beginning of the season that they were a potential wild card team, potential. playoff dark horse. Yeah. But they lose Dar- Darnold. You know they need a receiver too. They need they need, they need a true a number one. Badly. They need oh. Judy. Yeah, that's the guy. He's got. He's the guy. Judy is exactly what the Jets need, and they're going to tank for him. Um, the Dolphins obviously in tank mode. I think the Bengals are in I think panic they're gonna mode. Blow it up right now. Blow it up. Really? I don't. I think they've been in games. I think they're a couple pieces away from like. I think they're a bad team. You think they, well? They're, they're, they're yeah. They're not good. They're clearly a bad team. <laughs> but what, what's there to what? What can you trade? 
I mean, I, someone would trade for Dalton. Someone would. No, he's he's you can't get anything from him. There's who who's like who's looking at the quarterback on their roster and be like, you know what we need? We need Andy Dalton. I don't. It's th- the same thing with but Flacco. You know what? There there are like, pl- there are teams out there that are hurting for just a little bit of stability. Okay, so the Panthers they're two and zero now with Kyle Allen. Are they going to get Dalton? No, no. The, the Jags, the Jags win a game with Gardner Minshew. Nope, they won. No. They won two, and they, and they traded like, for Jobs anyway. So they yeah, they already they already got their backup, Teddy Bridgewater. No, they're not gonna they're not gonna abandon ship on him. They just paid him. So there's no there's no the, team out maybe there. Maybe the I don't know. Maybe the Skins if they feel like Keenum isn't up up to the task. But what do you need a fourth round pick when you just drafted a first rounder for Haskins no. and a guy that hasn't pan out? I I think there's other options to blow it up, like maybe trade AJ Green, which they probably would have had he not gotten hurt. Right, he's thirty. Yeah. Geno Atkins, you can move. Yep. You can move William Jackson, the third. Um, Kirk Patrick, you can move some of the guys in the defensive backfield, but I don't know what you can realistically, realistically get for them. Uh, it's just they're, they're kind of like a weak team. So for me at this point, it's tank. I don't know if you, I don't know if they need to draft a quarterback because I don't know if Dalton's necessarily the issue. I just think they've not been able to close out games. Um, I think Mixon's been okay. I think the offensive line is mediocre. Uh, Jonah Williams got hurt before the season and is sitting out, and he was their first-round pick, so that mm-hmm. sucks. I think for them, the guy's Herbert. So you think Herbert's the game-changer? For them, yes. Yeah, they're going to take a quarterback with the, with the new coach. I think, I the, think, I think the interesting I think thing is that I see them winning enough games where they're not going to have a top-four pick. I mean, they mm-hmm. haven't won a game yet. They're on three, and they're going to lose. I think Pittsburgh is going to win tomorrow. Who they're in Do panic? You? Yeah, you that's another so? team in panic mode, though. They're in panic. I think that franchise is in trouble, but I think they're e- they're an easier save. But they have a pass this year, kind. They of. They have a pass. I think they're an easier save than the Bengals are. As far as if I'm if I'm looking at as a GM and I want to revive a franchise, and what's the easier job I have? It is the Steelers because they have Connor, they have a have decent Juju. offensive they have line, Juju. they have Juju. Um, Johnson it's, it's looks good. Washington's like fine. If Rudolph's not the guy, Big Ben comes back next year, and eventually it's just replacing Big Ben. And yeah. then I think that they're still, you know, as long as the guy they're it's replacing a him with second round draft pick on Mason Rudolph, they must like him. Third, he's a third. Third, yeah, early third. They but they don't yeah. have a first round pick this year though. Keep in mind, right? That goes to the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins have three. And there's three pretty good ones. Yep, we their own, which will be number one overall. Yeah, and then Steelers, the Steelers, which will be maybe in the top ten, and then the Texans, which could be in the top fifteen. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like the Raiders last year who had their own, which was four, and they had like the Cowboys, which is like twenty something, and, and and the Bears, which is like late twenties, like twenty seven, twenty four. Right? This is all top fifteen picks. Three top fifteen picks. <laughs> wow. Hopefully That's they crazy. can do something with it. You have to. And they have, they have multiple second rounders. You have to. Um, okay. And now the, I guess our last team, the Broncos. Yeah. I think they need to trade Von Miller because I think the Redskins are, you could see what the Redskins are doing. They're clearly rebuilding. Same with the Cardinals. They're kind of in the same boat. Same with the Giants. Yeah, but the Giants are two and two. Yep. So you can't really throw them in there right now. I think moment. the Giants, they're happy where they're at. They the Giants be, fans yeah. are probably Just waiting for Saquon to get healthy. Love that. Just getting wins, bro. Yeah, you're getting wins without Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Wayne Gallman, my guy. I do not think that the Broncos will trade Von Miller. Mm, I don't think so nor either. Nor do I think they need to. I think they should, if they if you they need to blow it up. I think they I don't I think they need to. I don't think they will. 
I think the, now is the last chance. You, dude, listen, Bradley Chubb is Bradley Chubb. He, you, you can't just keep a guy on just so another guy can learn from him. No, you need, well, here's the thing. You're, I think you're easy to say blow it up, trade away Von Miller because we've seen that happen with Khalil Mack, but it was a different situation. The situation was Khalil Mack wanted more money. The Raiders didn't want to pay it, so they found someone who would pay it, and they got a king's ransom for him. But They, they got tra- so many picks. They traded Amari Cooper. But, who, they, but here's the thing. The yeah, Broncos that's, traded Demarius Thomas. Listen ready. to me. Give me a second. So... If the Broncos want Bradley Chubb to get better, I think that they need to have Von Miller there so he learns from him, so he knows how to play with someone, so he progresses as a player. And secondly, I don't think you understand that for some reason, the Broncos franchise is so loyal to their fan base. If they traded away the the face of their franchise, there would be chaos there. It's not like the Raiders were like, they're like, fuck the fans, we're moving to Las Vegas, fuck the fans, we're we're trading away Khalil Mack. They are gonna ride with Von Miller. That guy is probably gonna retire as a Bronco. I'm not kidding you. I, and and be you, nice. And you told me earlier you think that John Elway is is a wild card, but I think you also don't realize how stubborn he is. He probably thinks that you know. Okay, look, we have a top ten defense. We can get this ship going. I think they're. I don't know if they have a top. I don't know if they have a top ten defense. I don't think so either. But John Elway definitely does. He's, he likes his head coach. He likes what the Broncos have. They got I don't Vic Fangio. Think, I don't think they'll do it with Why Von would Vic Miller. Fangio want to trade away Von Miller? Because he's 30, and he's still in his prime, and you could he's got two years left of his prime ability. Are they, They're not going to win it in the next two years. Get get some draft capital back. Like They, they waited a little too long on Demarius Thomas and only got a third-round pick from him. And they, by the way, he was a nine-year guy in Denver, and they traded him. The guy I they just, love there. I just think that guy's a lifer. I, ho- I mean, you would like to think, but give it like you could – it's a business, man. Like it, it is. is a, it's it, a business. It, you, you're right, though. It is a business, and I think that they will lose business if they trade away Von Miller. That's jersey sales. That's that's just yeah. marketing opportunities. What would, what would you What would you give up for? Von He's a Miller? superstar. What would you give up for him? I mean, maybe two first rounds. Maybe probably okay. maybe a first and a second. That's great. Like, look what happened with like Clay Matthews. You look at that. guy. You got to look at the team that's that's giving it away, though. I don't know if 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 I'd be okay with that. He is 30 years old. Yeah, I mean, Clay Matthews, you look at him like four or five years ago, this guy's a Packer for life, he's legit. All of a sudden, he gets old, hits the wrong side of 30, injuries break down, and he just, the Green Bay lets him go, and he goes to the Rams. His re- but his regression was a little bit more evident. Von Miller's still playing like he's a still premier play, player. But he can, he can turn, he's 30 now, it could go down south, not at any moment, but sooner rather than later. I, I just think now is a time where you're rebuilding, you got to make a move. I don't know, that's just my opinion. I, I, yeah. that, that, that's where the league's gone. I think either, the either way, is, what they do, it's like I don't think their defense is a top five defense or top ten. I yeah, I probably right now it's not. And their offense sucks, and their offense is terrible. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think Locks the guy. I also don't think that they Locks have, hurt hasn't played yet. Yeah, well, Flacco's certainly not the guy. No, right? I mean I, they right. they knew that going into the season too. Of course, but I think you know that. Even if Locke is the guy, it's going to take some time before he steps into that role and is like really clicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think the Lindsey Freeman combo is a dynamic duo. I think it's doesn't not, work for their system. It doesn't work, nope. and I think that outside of Emmanuel Sanders and going and drafting Noah Font, there's not much else there. I mean, Sutton's good; he's fine. But I mean, you need a quarterback who can get who could spread out the ball. Yeah. Okay, but now I'm, I'm, I've been underwhelmed with Sutton's performance are you in the NFL touchdown so, today? so far. Let's yeah. say they let's say they let's say they have the second pick or third pick, which I don't think they will. I don't think they'll be that bad. They're okay. they're bad, but they're not that bad. Let's say they have a. They almost beat the Bears. Okay, let's say they do have a second pick or a third pick. Are you gonna gonna pass up on Herbert or Tua? 
If Tua's still on the board, I'm not passing up on Tua. I might pass up on Herbert, but no. I don't think I'm passing Are up you, on Tua. Then you're going to take like a Chase Young. Well, that's the thing. I think that... But then like you have Bradley Chubb and Chase I, I, Young. I don't think... No, I'm, I don't think you're taking Chase Young. I think you trade back if you have that pick. He's so good. He is so good. But why would you take Chase Young if you have Bradley Chubb because and Because he's 22, 21 years old. But and he's going to be a the stud. Thing. Here's the thing. I think that the Dolphins might take Chase Young. I think they might ride Rose. I don't think that's... And that is... That's your... I don't think he'll even... Be it there too. That's your check. That's your own. That's your checkmate on that move. Is because I can't disagree with that because I think Rosen is not the problem, and I think they spent a second round pick on him, and they should at least let it ride for one more year. Because if it's still not working out, you could get, then get Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I mean, the tank for two a thing, whatever. Yeah, maybe we'll see. But you know what? Someone is going to want Chase Young, and someone is going to want to trade for number one overall if the Dolphins don't want to. I think Chase Young is Miles Garrett stud level. Jadavian Clowney stud level. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Nah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying as far as guys taking like first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think For he's sure. on that, like Mario Williams. Yep. Beast mode level. Um, and that's the NFL. And then we'll break it down. MLB playoffs. Great Fab Five toss. I'm going to put that one hey, on thanks, the board. Hey, thanks, man. Of course, brother. Yeah, Toss and I worked really hard today watching football. So. Yeah, they did. They, they, hey, it's part of the job. It's uh, part of the job. Richie, Got you have any thoughts? going. Richie? He's oh, incognito. Right. He's, he's in. Ooh, Nick! Wow, pat yourself on the back. For well, that, I man. heard it was the last day of the MLB season today. Yeah, it that is, you yeah. heard correctly. It was one sixty-two. Um, so we'll let, I'll so, throw. So, so, okay. Yeah. The real quickly before, since for big fans of the game. Yeah. Um, disappointing season for the Red Sox. Disappointing season for the Padres. Yeah, but I, I think if I may comment on your team, I think there was some bright season for the Rangers. Just saying. <laughs> I think there were some bright spots for you guys because you were top 10 in a lot of pitching categories and now it's just about getting Tatis Jr. healthy. It's about, you know, getting the young guys going on the offensive side of the ball because the pitching's there. Well, it, what's, it, been it said, be there. what's been said through the via the, the general manager is that it's going to be a very, very active offseason. They're looking for a new manager. They fired Andy Green. Yeah. Names have been thrown around or like Joe Madden. He just parted ways with the Cubs who I could see coming over. Overrated city. Ron Washington. Yeah. Uh, we looked at Moises Alou. He turned Not down the job. Moises Alou been cool. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely some options out there, some good, great coaches that could potentially fill the void. Um, but there's a lot that needs to be done with that roster because it's a talented roster, but it was underperforming. Yeah, for but sure. But there's a lot of bright spots. I think spots. the Hosmer contract is slouch. I'm sorry. He's yeah. good, but he's not a good contract. Yeah, it was your two. It doesn't look great. Um, I think for the Red Sox, the we fired Dombrowski, obviously. I think Corey's job is fine, obviously, for now because he's just coming off a, Red, a World Series win, and you go from, you go from top down. Um, the issue with the Red Sox, and it's an issue, I think. On, Do you trade Mookie? No, no. Because no, you know, I was no. my my roommate, big two roommates, but big Red Sox fans. They were saying, "Yo, Nick, the Padres should trade." For Mookie Betts, I was like, no, they should not. <laughs> we we match up really well because you guys have the prospects, and he's going to get a haul because um, he's a top five player in baseball, just straight up. He's he's the best leadoff, one of the best leadoff hitters in the game, if not the best, him or Acuna. And I think he's an unbelievable fielder. He can play any position in the outfield. He'll play center or right. Um, great base runner. He's just a great player. You just can't. Like, you can't, dude. Like, Devers is great. You have to pay Bogarts. You're going to have to pay Bogarts and JD. Just keep it together. Like, like let, let Sale come back at least. Let Purcell fucking go. Erod had, had a great year. Um, he, he, he was leading the, you know, tops in the AL in wins with Cole and Verlander. He was great. And then maybe make a couple moves for the bullpen. There's just, you can't. Get you can't trade a top five player in baseball like the like the Rockies can't trade Arenado you know yeah you have you're the Boston Red Sox you have more money than God 
to sign these guys, pay the luxury tax, and keep those core four together, and hope Ben and Tenny shores up and can be, make a bounce back. That's like, and, and Sale comes back. Like the, that's as far as those two teams go. I think the Cubs are a huge disappointment. They were super unlucky. I think more likely than the Red Sox trading bets is the Cubs trading Bryant, trading Bryant, and going after Rendon in the offseason, which would be an. That's interesting. assuming Rendon wants to leave. I don't think he does. But they're they're gonna have to pay Strasburg, and who are you gonna pay, Strasburg or Rendon? I would pay Rendon. So we talked about a couple episodes ago. I would for we, sure. I think everyone would pay Rendon. He got to pay the man. He's gonna come in second He's in the MVP race. Um, but yeah, so I think the Cubs are more likely to trade Bryant. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you can really trade your superstars. That's a tough sell in my book, especially especially when you're trying to compete, and especially when you're in the wild card race. Um, as far as speaking of the wild card race, we have the Brewers at the Nationals with Woodruff versus Scherzer on the hill. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the Brewers, who are 18 and two in their last 20 games, can get to Scherzer early. Assuming they don't, the Nationals are going to. I think them. the Nationals got this. I think so too. I'm, I would. I'm very. Scherzer is just going to go into psycho mode. And yeah, just, and it's a it's a good position for the Nationals to be in, kind of, because then they go to Los Angeles, which I would still obviously favor the Dodgers, but they go to Los Angeles with Strasburg, then Corbin, then back to Washington with Scherzer. Which, if you can take a game in, in Los LA, Angeles, which is very doable, which is doable, which is doable, because I don't think they're on the level that the Yankees and Astros are. Um, I, I think that the Dodgers are all of a sudden in, in a world of hurt. That being said, they have Ryu, Bueller, and obviously Kershaw. And I honestly may save Kershaw until I go to Washington and just roll out with Ryu and Bueller and trust the offense kind of gets it done against Strasburg, who's good but beatable, and Corbin, who's also good but also definitely beatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say right now, and moving to the NL, I would go Washington wins that, and then the Dodgers national series, I would still hang on with the Dodgers. I would too. Then the Braves Cardinals, I think that's going to be quick work. I think Braves are going to sweep sweep. I think the Cardinals have a good bullpen. I think they're the they are the best defensive team in baseball, which should count for something. Um, they have Ozuna and Goldschmidt and Flaherty, who actually Nick, I think you're gonna you're gonna disagree with me. I think Flaherty is going to come in second in the Cy Young. I think he should. I don't think he, he I don't think he will actually. I think he should behind Degrom. Um, he's been he's been his ERA in the last like thirty to forty days has been less than one. Yeah, I, I can't look at the last thirty days though for the Cy Young. I'm gonna look the whole year. You gotta look at the whole year, but it counts. It, it counts. Like Kluber missed yeah, a lot of helps. that year. His second Cy Young, he missed a lot of the beginning of the year, and then came back and won, and was just so ridiculous. And Flaherty's been that level good. And the Cardinals do have a proven ace. Whereas I think Soroka's good. I just don't know if I trust him as much as Flaherty. He's a rookie. Point. He's a rookie. Um, but I think the bats in Atlanta will come alive and really get it done, especially home. I yeah. I, I mean, I think the other day we, we were watching a Cardinals game. We're like, how the hell is this team so good? Because their their pitching's good and their bullpen's good. Yeah. And they're, they field well. And guys, like, step up. Always, like, Edmund, like, steps up. Yeah. DeYoung stepped up. Yep. Ozuna. Ozuna's good. He's good, though. Him and Goldschmidt are legit. But, yeah. like, Yachty's like an ageless wonder. Hall of Famer. Um, but I'll go Braves, Dodgers, and I think just the Dodgers outpitch the Braves. That's where we differ. I think the Braves get it done. I really? do. I think the, I think the Braves upset the Dodgers big time. I don't think I think I think, I think the young star power, the fire, in Donaldson, that, Freeman. Yeah, it's exciting. Donaldson, Freeman, Acuna, Albies. I, I, I think Keiko's been good for them. Keiko's just, been was such a good acquisition. Such for them. a good man. Such a good pickup. I just think they're. I think they're a year. Behind the Dodgers. I think, no, look, don't get me wrong. I do think that the Dodgers on paper and maybe in an organization standpoint are a better team. But I just think there's a little bit of magic within 
the Braves. The Dodgers go to the World Series every year. This has got to be the year where they don't. Where they, they either win it all or they don't. They don't make it. Or they go back and lose again. No, no. That's what I think is going to happen. I think they're, they're going to the go. bills of the MLB. Which is so sad. I think they're going to lose again. I think they're going to lose again to the Astros. For me, for me, the, the Braves are getting in. Okay, that's fair. I, I, their, their lineup is exciting. They're more exciting then, team for me. And then losing. And then losing, but we'll get there. So yeah, okay, let's, let's yeah, break let's, down the AL. I think that Morton pitching in Tampa going into Oakland. Tampa's got it. Cool. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Very unfortunate, by the way, because Clevenger of the Indians pitched out of his mind. Yeah. The oh, they, they had a great stretch. In the last two months, Lindor is great. They're just they line, their lineup couldn't get it done. And they were the, the 93 win team not making the playoffs. I know. Nuts. It's absurd. I know. You said to me the other day, it was, it's crazy. Um, so we're with that. So then we go to Tampa versus Houston. I think Tampa gives them a bit more run for their money. They just don't have the firepower and offense to get it done. I think Houston kind of gets just, just, they're just too good. Houston's scary. They're getting it done. They got they got the they got one one A one B. Who's gonna win the Cy Youngs? Verlander or or Cole? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna yeah. I would love to get into that because I think I I think I I like. We'll get into take. that after this, but like I'm just saying that's that. who they have pitching, and when you have those two pitching back to back. By the way, they, they also have Zach Greinke and Greinke. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> um, and they have a, the, the maybe the best lineup in baseball. Then we have Yankees versus Twins. I think that game is gonna go to. I think it's gonna go to five games, but I think the Yankees pull it out. Yeah. Just because, like, I, I don't know. I the Twins are good, and they're good on the road. They're good on the road. They're really good on the road, actually. They're a scary team for sure, but... You should be afraid of them. Yankees are, are now fully healthy. Yeah, Nick, you should be afraid of them. I'm scared. Be you afraid be. of the Twins, because they're great on they're, the road. Because they're creepy. Would creepy you, Twins. Would you guys be... Would you think it's cool... I hate their stadium. What do you think? I think it's dope. <laughs> Target Field? What do you think it's cooler? I don't like it. Would it be ugh, that they, if they won? Would it be the Twins won? Yeah. Lame. Be like, whatever. Like, Lame? Good for them. Lame for the game? Cooler than when the Royals won, I think. I mean, dude, it's it's always cool in like small market, like teams yeah. that don't make it like win. Like, oh, good for them. Cool. I, the they Royals, got their, though, they got their championship. lost before, though, so that was their savings grace. They had lost to the Giants the year before. So yeah. they kind of like, people were like in on that. They built a fan base. Right. The twins right I just now like, are how like. How can you win with Alex Gordon as your best player? It's so wild to me. But they had Hosmer. He wasn't their best player. Though. I know. But, low, low like, but he was like their. He was like a piece, a good piece. He was like the Royals guy for a little while before, he before they got those other guys. But, but like the the, the twins, Salvador Perez, the twins. Yeah, he's great. Salvador great. The yeah. twin that bullpen, mm, that bullpen. The twins, though. Um, well, I just I don't think they're gonna win it, so I don't think it matters. They won 101 games. I don't think they're going to win it, but they won 101 games. They have a guy who I think is going to finish third in the AL MVP race. Hot take. I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to beat out LeMay. He won votes. Uh, I think Nelson Cruz. Having, so what's his name? Nelson Cruz. Yeah. 40, 41 homers. <laughs> you let the fans know. 41 homers in 120 20 games. That's, on that, the old, that's that old man string. 400, yeah, 400th home run. He's a beast, bro. Um, but I think the Twins will lose to the Yankees. Then we have Yankees and the Astros. The Astros have the better lineup. The Yankees have an unbelievable bullpen. I still, I just think the Astros get it done. Yep. I'm same page. So you think it's going to be Astros versus Braves? Astros, Braves, and I think the Astros win it. I think in the seven in seven games. Too. I think the Astros beat the Dodgers in six. Um. Yeah. I think the I think the Astros are going to beat the Dodgers in five. Ooh, five. That just work them. They're, they're just sick. They're just. Sick. It's interesting. I can't remember who did we pick at our the mid season picks. Do you guys remember? Yeah. For me, it was Yankees uh, Brewers. <laughs> I Yankees think it was, Brewers. Whatever. They're both you, making the playoffs. In so it. Both I think alive. I was Yankees Braves. I was Dodgers Yankees. Yeah, Dodgers, and this is before they got cranky, though. And this is before Gallup. For some Garrett reason, Coles. man, I'm just this gut feeling that the, that the Astros are back and they're gonna 
they're gonna win it all. I, I think it's a very fair gut feeling. I um, will be rooting. I'll be rooting for the Doyers. I, I want oh, them yeah. to win. I'm rooting for the Dodgers. Too. I'm rooting for the Braves. I, I like. Yeah, fair. I want to see that happen. Yeah, I'll root the, for Braves, the I'm, Braves. I'm in Dodgers. on. The, I'm in on the NL teams. You, and you know I'm what? Another reason Braves why I want to see the Braves win is because I think that they're a very similar team to the to the Padres. Oh, so this like is like the a, layout. Okay. Same thing with the Astros too. The same same you, kind of template. It'd be very promising layout. for your team. It would be promising, but at the same time, I think within the next four, you know, three to five years, that the the premier teams in the NL will be the Padres and the and the Braves, and so I want them to get that out of the way now. <laughs> oh, so you want, yeah, you want them to get it done versus just have that hunger. Yeah, well, fair enough. So okay, that's the playoff breakdown, the award race breakdown. I think here are my takes. I think rookie of the years are set in stone. That's easy. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, with Tatis going down, it. it Alonzo ran away with it. Even with, I think Tatis Jr. was unbelievable. He's a superstar in the making. Yeah, he is a superstar. You can't actually. say, if he played the full season healthy, you can't say that he wouldn't have won. You don't know. You don't know, but because you also... Because he could have had an MVP-style season. For sure. And he was on that route, but... But Pete Alonso is certainly very, very, very deserving. the record. Oh, yes. Deserving of, of course. He hit of course. fucking home of course. runs. He's, he's is nuts. Outright, outright. Soroka definitely made a run for it too, but yeah, he's good. Outright. He's really good. Come on, the guy fifty three. ridiculous. He's a lock. Jordan Alvarez, who is a, a, a nuts hitter. Yeah, he played. He had twenty seven home runs in eighty six games. His first eighty six games. What did he finish he, with? Twenty seven. He's just off the rails. Good. Those two have that locked in. I think. Okay, Cy Young NL. I'm gonna go Degrom, just because he's been. He's been the second best pitcher in baseball the last two months, and he is right behind Ryu in ERA. His strikeout numbers are amazing, um, and he was great for the Mets. He was the integral piece for the Mets to make a run or close to a run at the playoffs. They were in it in the last two weeks. Um, so that's my NL. My AL, Garrett Cole, has the more impressive numbers. I'm still going to ride Verlander just because by numbers he shouldn't do it, but it's a similar situation as to when Miguel Cabrera beat Mike Trout for the MVP the first time when Trout, by all intents and purposes, had the better season. And it's a, it's a similar situation where I think Tatis Jr. probably across the board would have, would have had better numbers than Alonzo. There's just an allure about records and legend. And Verlander having this amazing season, getting 21 wins, getting his 3,000th K, pitching a no-hitter. Just the magnitude of the season will outshine Cole, even though I think statistically Cole just edges him out. So I'm with you on DeGrom. Also puts up the most strikeouts he's ever had I'm in with one you season. I'm with you on DeGrom. Verlander. Yeah. And 21 wins. With you on DeGrom. I think he's going to win the NL. I think Ryu's going to be second because he did have an amazing season. For sure. Finished the league with the ERA um, leader. Yeah. Um, I, I can't put Flirty at too. I'm sorry. That's fair. Um, but I do think that, goal, that Cole gets the Cy Young over Verlander, more strikeouts, lower ERA. The whip is pretty similar. 20 wins compared to 21 wins. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're 1A, 1B for me, so but but I just think that Cole just... Can there be co-Cy Youngs? Yes, there can. <gasps> you think you they're going to give a oh co-Cy Oh, my God, they're going to do both do it. They're both going to win it. There I was co-MVPs cool. in... Eight, 80 someone factor. So that's when it's like Keith split Hernandez, when, when the writers are split. I think in eighty one, Keith Hernandez split the MVP when he was in the Cardinals with who? Who do you split it with, Toss? Um, that's a great question, Josh. Uh, Toss is gonna look that up, but I think it's I think Nick. I, I can't argue that. Yeah. Um, MVP in the NL, Bellinger. 
Uh, I know what I love. Dude, Rendon. I, I love Rendon too. I do. I, I really like. You know, I do. You know, no, no, I think Rendon. I really think Rendon. I don't think. I think. I think it's Bellinger is the clear leader in WAR. He played most of his games in a position that he'd played like ten games before in his entire life and played with Gold Glove capability. He was the best player on the best team in the NL. And I think Rendon. Without Rendon, they don't make the playoffs. And I think that's fair. And I still think the Dodgers get in without Bellinger. That being said, I think Bellinger is going to sneak away. But I think that's a close. But one. I think that's why Rendon gets it because they don't get in without him. I hope he does. I root for him. I love Rendon. Yeah. I've always loved Rendon. Um, but yeah, I think that's significantly it. higher batting average too. I think that's one. Yeah, of like twenty points. I, th- points or I think I'm fifteen. Mo- in order of confidence between the four major ones, both Youngs and both MVPs, I'm most confident in Degrom winning the NL. Yeah. Followed by Bellinger winning the NL mm. MVP. That's my okay. second most confidence. It's it's but it's it's tight. Okay. I, I'll root for Rendon. Yeah. Um, Sucks. Yelich got hurt. I mean, he definitely would have been in the mix, but he might finish. He'll finish three still. Yeah. Yeah, he will. He will. Then plus the, both guys in the Braves, Freeman and Acuna. Um, another guy. We could highlight some guys too. Uh, obviously, Arenado was great. Um, and then in the AL side, Marcus Simeon is a guy that no one's going to talk about, but he'll probably be top five or close to it. Uh, on the A's, he was amazing. Uh, Nelson Cruz, DJ LeMahieu, who was the best signing in the offseason. That's considering Charlie, him or Charlie Morton, 1A, 1B right there. Um, and Brantley right behind them. He was awesome in the Astros. Uh, I think you're going to disagree with me on my AL pick. Okay, go for it. Bregman. Eh. He played, he, he pretty much split time at shortstop and third base. Yeah, I, it's so tough. I know that Trout missed missed majority of the season or uh, the end of the season, but I still think you got to give it to him. I don't, I do, like, the be- he's the best player on the best team is Bregman. He's the, he, Correa misses time. Altuve misses time. Sometimes Springer's in and out of the lineup. The consistent there is Bregman. And Bregman, when Correa goes down, Bregman is good enough to let Gurriel play third or whoever play third and move over to shortstop. That is huge. That's like LeMay. It's a reason why LeMayhu is going to give. LeMayhu deserves more, honestly. It's going to be between Trout and Bregman. But I think LeMayhu should be thrown in there as a three-headed monster because LeMayhu played first, second, and third pretty much split across the board in those games, which is wild he played three positions this season. Yeah. When the fuck does that happen? I think it's close. I, I, I listen I, it, again. I think it's an it's going to be in a great award season. A lot of surprises. Um, I was with I was Team Trout until this week. If that says anything, I'm still Team Trout. You um, should be. You should, probably should be. He probably will win yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I think. Well, real Bregman quickly, should, yeah. I was a little bummed out that Acuna didn't get forty forty. <sighs> yeah, no, sucks. He was three steals away from getting forty forty. He had forty two. Forty thirty seven. Yeah. So he so he had forty one home runs, thirty seven stolen bases. Damn. That sucks. He'll get it. I think he'll get it one day. You do? I think it's. I think that's crazy. That's a crazy I mean, he's got. Stat. I think he's got like two seasons to do it because, like Trout, they still let them steal less when they get older. Yeah, you, and when there they, was when no way when they're more valuable. Running. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. There's he's no got way. two seasons left to do it. Like Betts didn't run at all really this year. I think Tatis can do it. Forty. I know. Like I, I uh, the balls were flying this year. I still think forty home runs is still a lot. It's absurd. Solaire hit 48. By the way, that Royals bullpen was so good that it got them Solaire because that was the Wade Davis trade. Theo Epstein might need to be fired. Is that a crazy take? From the Cubs? Yeah, he's just traded away their prospects. Mm, I mean, this dude's got two two teams to World Series. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I mean okay, yeah, yeah. Br- but like Brung, 
like cursed teams to World Series and won them. Yeah, so, yeah but Madden, you know. you, sometimes the chickens have come to roost and you've done what you've done and he's done some... Change of scenery. Change of scenery. He's done some great things like Rizzo's great, Bryant's great. They're not going to... No, look, they're not going to part ways. Lester. They're not going to part ways with Madden and Epstein. He's on, it's tight, one, he's, on a, he's on a tight leash. He's on a tight leash, but you can't just blow up the entire front office. Yeah. Um. Some other teams, some really bad teams, the Orioles... Who's in the worst shape in baseball? Well, the the Tigers w- won the least amount of games, had the most losses. But so I like their I like their farm. I like Casey Mize. I like what oh, I got there. Right, Orioles are in a bad place. I think. Um, I think the Giants are in a bad place. Really? I don't think they have the prospects. You think they're in a worse place than like the Rockies? I think the Rockies are. In a Rockies place. are always in a bad place because no one wants to pitch there. They they they're stuck with Arenado now. I mean, not I mean, like it's a bad thing to be stuck with Arenado, but they're he's never gonna win there. That's an organization that will never get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got Story. They've got they've got Arenado. They've got they've had Lemayhew in the past. They got David Dahl. They got Charlie Blackman. They've had some amazing Ryan hitters. McMahon's a good hitter. How how does that lineup never never sniff the World Series? Well, it's because okay, what is it? It's Dahl. Tapia plays a good outfield. He, he Dahl's in and out though. He's never fully healthy. Story is great, but he sometimes misses games. McMahon's good. He could play across the diamond. Obviously, Arenado's great. You have Brendan Rodgers coming up. But we live in an era now where everyone just mashes. Like, are they real? Is it, as good as that lineup is? Is it better than the Astros? No. And no. listen, the, the Rockies were top ten in pretty much most hitting categories, but or the a lot. Pitching was booty. Same thing with the Pirates. The Pirates had a good lineup this year too. The, pitching prevails, and it's a reason that we think the Astros are going to win the World Series. It's because we don't even care who's in their bullpen. Their bullpen, by the way, was really good with Ozuna as the back end. We don't even care who's back there because Verlander, Granky, and 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 Cole are just so dominant. I mean, I think the, the Miami Marlins are in a weak spot, but I think they have some prospects. I think the Tigers do. I think the Orioles are, in, are trending towards right. I think the Royals are kind of shitty. I don't, I don't love it. Boring. The, the Giants are middling. The Giants, to me, could be like could be like the, the Bengals of the NFL, maybe a little better. Yeah, I mean, they're losing their head coach. Buster Pulsey is getting old. Yeah, I mean, they, they, their offense needs a whole, whole full-on rebound. That's an old team. It's an yeah. old team, man. Kind of reminds me like the Bumgarner's probably gone. It reminds me of like the Cardinals world at the twilight of like Carson Palmer when he was just kind of done. Yeah. That's like what, it, what it's like for me. Um, but yeah, but baseball like try to make the call. It's it's an interesting point I'll bring up is the NBA has really set the standard in sports um, with how with obviously the way players are marketed, um, but how quickly players move teams now. It, you you kind of see the effect of. Now it's it's felt in other sports the amount of points that are scored in a game it's exciting and people like it home runs have been raised points in the NFL have been raised in college too it, it, it's crazy how other sports and how other sports change affect change in other games too something I kind of realized the other day wow yeah what an insightful realization you know what I Josh. realized I also yeah. realized that it was Keith Hernandez and Willie Stargell. Oh, uh, wow. it was it 1981? 1979. I just realized uh, that I need a manscape. So I'm going to go to manscape.com and enter the promo code stripe20 and yeah. then get 20% off with free shipping. I just realized that I'm itchy as hell. So I'm going to go shave too. So the fans out there drag both feet in bounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free and hit your free throws. Why, my amigos? Because they are free. We out you. We love you.
Gaither. Puts it up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.